Welcome to the Black Money Matters podcast presented to you by the Los Angeles Sentinel and J.P. Morgan Chase. I'm your host, Danny Bakewell Jr. This podcast series aims to empower our community by providing the tools needed to build financial wealth through home ownership, entrepreneurship, and financial literacy. On today's podcast, we will be speaking with Deidre Porsche. We'll discuss Chase Bank's commitment to closing the racial equity gap and economically empowering the Black community. Welcome to the show, Deidre. First question is, Deidre, can you explain what racial equity is and why J.P. Morgan Chase has made a commitment to closing the racial equity gap among communities of color and in particular the Black community? First of all, let me say thank you so much for having me. Um, I consider it an honor to be here working with uh, the Sentinel on such important matters. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you here. Um, so racial equity is about leveling the playing field. You know, I think we would all agree that the playing field is not level for everyone. We don't all have the same level of income. We don't all enter financial matters with the same level of, of equity. And so closing the racial equity gap is about leveling that playing field. So when you think about wealth creation from inheritance all the way to retirement, gap exists. Definitely there are gaps that exist. I mean, when you start with generational wealth and wealth transfer, white families transfer wealth to their heirs 30% more often than blacks. And when you look at home ownership, there's a 33% gap between white home ownership and black home ownership. Do you think we just haven't been trained for that? Is that just, is that a cultural thing? What do you think is really the, the base for that kind of inequity? Great question. It really starts at the foundation of wealth building. And when you look back generations, this frankly has been a part of our culture, a part of our economy for quite some time. And at the very beginning, many, many years ago, Blacks were not given the opportunity to buy homes and and therefore were not given the opportunity to build upon their wealth so that they could have wealth to transfer to future generations. And if you think about the fact that African-Americans in the early 1900s, even if you were able to buy buildings, you bought them under a different name. You didn't want people to know how much money or how much ownership you had. So you never talked about it, whereas white families talked about it all the time. We don't put together a generational plan, and that's something that our community has to learn. How do we do that? And how is J.P. Morgan Chase helping to move that along? That's a great question. And let me just underscore what you just shared. Not having access to purchase real estate, to buy property, meant that those conversations weren't happening in black families. So the education around building wealth wasn't taking place. And so we recognize, in fact, we estimate that that gap, that wealth gap is to the tune of eight to $10 trillion in terms of the gap. And so there's so much work that needs to be done. And we want to participate and be engaged in that work at every level. And it it starts at the most fundamental level. So just building financial education making sure that folks understand the foundation of building wealth, that they understand 
what it takes to have a bank account, what it takes to buy a home, what it takes to start a business and run a business. So those very foundational elements we intend to be engaged in and participate in. Well, look, that's the beauty of this show, and that's what we really intend to do in this show, is really have those kind of conversations, to be able to episode by episode talk about those issues. And the truth is, Chase, beyond just putting money into this community, opening up wonderful branches throughout our community, you guys have really put your money where your mouth is. Chase has made a commitment, I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of $30 billion of investing to close this equity gap. How is that money being spent? How do we, how is the community being benefiting from that? It's uh, a great question. And, and you're right, the commitment, the racial equity commitment is what we're calling it. $30 billion over five years. And I wanna share how that breaks down. In fact, I have some notes here. I wanna get this right, Danny, because it's, it's really profound. So one thing to note is that we are looking to put capital to put loans in the hands of black business owners. So full stop, we are interested in making sure folks have access to capital. And $26 billion of the 30 billion is on home ownership. So that breaks down to 8 billion in originations, meaning new home owners to the tune of 40,000 loans. 4 billion of it is to refinance loans so that folks can keep more money in their pocket. Um, and so that's 20,000 loans that we're looking to refinance. And then $14 billion is just preserving affordable rental units. We recognize that everyone is not gonna necessarily be in a position right away to purchase. So we've gotta pre preserve affordable housing. And so that's 26 billion. 2.75 billion, like almost, right around almost three, three billion is business loans. We want to do an additional 15,000 loans for small business owners. We're also very focused on ensuring that we're creating opportunities for black suppliers. So we've decked $750 million just against making sure you have more blacks in the supply chain. But I mean, you know, Access to working capital is one of the biggest challenges that any business has, but particularly African-American and Latino communities really struggle with that. So with programs like this, small businesses will have access to capital to be able to get access to larger accounts, larger um, lines of capital, and be able to really compete. Do you see that providing these resources really allows chase and these businesses to grow. And how does that grow? One of the things I, I would mention, it's a great question. It, it occurred to me that most folks don't recognize that Los Angeles is a small business town. Los Angeles is the biggest small business county in the entire country. Wow, and so I getting, didn't know that. Getting it right here makes a big difference. And what we found is that business owners absolutely need access to capital but they also need access to technical assistance. They need to know how to run their businesses and how to thoughtfully deploy that capital so that they can grow. And so one of the things that we've done is we've stood up a role, a senior business consultant that will mentor these small businesses and work hand in hand with them as they get access to capital to make the right decisions about how to deploy that capital 
Do they want to hire more people? Is it time to open another location? How should they thoughtfully deploy that capital? Well, you know, it's interesting you say that. And, you know, part of the thing that we look at, I mean, it's generational, it's cultural, it's all of these things. In the black and the brown community, banks are almost intimidating because we haven't had access to the kind of resources or, and really understand banking relationships. So, you know, truth be told, small businesses, they're afraid. They're afraid to go sure. to the bank. They're afraid to kind of, because they're afraid that somebody's going to tell them you've been doing this wrong. And because you've been doing it wrong, look, we know we buy for this amount, we sell for this amount. Sure. And at the end of the day, we got a little money left over. Right. We got a successful business. And that's how small businesses in our community have been engaged for years. Right. You know, my grandfather was a small restaurant and store owner, and that's basically what he did. But when we talk about that, what does Chase do beyond this mentorship? How do people qualify and how do they develop this relationship with JP Morgan Chase and not feel so distrusted or afraid coming into this branch right here in the heart of their community on Crenshaw Boulevard and saying, hey, I want to build a banking relationship. I need help. Right. It, I will tell you a big part of what we are trying to accomplish. And by the work, let me just say, Danny, we have been at this work for quite some time. This didn't start a couple of years ago with the social and civil unrest that we have all been familiar with. We have been at this work of building economies for quite some time in those communities that are underserved. But one of the things we've learned is we've got to build those relationships. We have to build that trust. And so one of the things that I'm excited about is our Crenshaw Community Center right here in the neighborhood. We also will have nine other locations throughout Los Angeles where folks can come in and they can meet with a banker, but they can also have their community meeting. They can also come and hear a small business seminar. They can also come and meet with their local nonprofit organization that they're engaged with so that we can build relationships and hopefully then build trust. If we are a part of these neighborhoods and we'll, we're a place where people can come and feel comfortable, then we know we'll build those relationships and hopefully that will lead to trust so that we can help them with their businesses. You know, I heard this a long time ago and someone said, you know, money is just a tool in order that that's part of your tool belt to be able to do your business. The same way for a contractor, a hammer and nails and lumber is a tool. So is money. But you've got to train people to, to understand and think like that. And that's one of the things that I applaud JP Morgan Chase for wanting to do. But how do you engage people to get them to come in and understand we're not here to set you up. We're not here to take your house. We're not here to take your business, but what we are here to do is help you to grow your business, help you to understand how to use the capital and the resources to your benefit. Sure. One of the things I'm excited about in that regard is the work that we're doing and the resources we're providing are available. If you're a business customer of Chase or not, if you're a consumer customer of Chase or not, so one of the ways we're really looking right off the bat to build trust is to say, we want to be a resource to you, whether you decide to bank with us or not. We hope you will decide. We hope over time we'll build enough trust and provide enough resources where you'll feel comfortable. 
but it's not a requirement. But that, that's a big commitment to say you don't have to be a Chase customer to access Chase's resources and advice. You know, that that is something that's a compliment to you. That's a compliment to all of J.P. Morgan Chase, all the way up to your chairman, Jamie Dimon, who said, let's do that. Let's let's help these businesses to grow. What kind of businesses are you looking to help? What kind of people should come to this branch or any other branch within the community and say, hey, I need to talk to you about a banking relationship or what Chase has to offer? I'm glad you asked that question. I think most folks assume that we're only interested in either a large business or a small business. We're interested in all Black-owned business because we recognize that we have an opportunity to build a relationship throughout our entire community. And what we found is when we bank businesses of all sizes and scope, they coach each other. What's beautiful about some of the programs that we're running is you all have a business that's three to five years old and they're advising a business that's just getting started. You'll have a small business owner that may understand the digital space or the technical space. Now they're advising a more senior business. There's a lot of power in us creating these cohorts of community and banking businesses of all sizes and scope. You know, I'm smiling as you talk, because you know, when you think about restaurants in our community, mm -hmm. a lot of them started from people selling suppers in their house. And not everybody <laughs> that's sitting there having this conversation is gonna know what a supper is and, and selling suppers and rent parties. I know you know, <laughs> I know you know what a supper is. But but the person who sells suppers in their house and throws rent parties and all mm -hmm. of those things, you know, can they come to Chase? and talk about, you know, how do I expand my supper business, eventually turn it into a, a supper club or, or a rest, a sit down restaurant. Absolutely. So many businesses start out that way. I'm thinking about a customer in particular that had nonprofit dinners, wine dinners in her home to raise money for her kids' school. That is now a restaurant. She took that concept and pivoted into starting her own restaurant business. And so we absolutely want to work with those businesses, help them build a business plan, understand what they're trying to accomplish. And what I'm excited about is that this partnership allows us to work not just within the resources of Chase, but we're partnering with really credible nonprofit organizations that serve our community so that we can support the entire ecosystem for businesses. You may not be ready today to do a conventional loan, but you might be ready to work with one of our nonprofit partners and get access to a grant or get access to some type of startup capital. It's that entire ecosystem that will make this thing work, Danny. It takes all of us working together to really be able to close that racial wealth gap. I probably well, I want to go back to the thirty billion dollars because yes. you know that I like that sound thirty billion dollars. So <laughs> let's go back to that thirty billion dollars. And when we talk about thirty billion dollars, how do people access that? What do they need to do to come and say, "Hey, I, I want my piece of the rock"? You know, absolutely. I, what I love about this, and again, I'll remind folks that this is not a grant. Uh, this, we are looking to put loans in the hands of individuals. And because this is fully a part of how we operate as a business, you can come into your local branch 
and meet with an individual and talk with them about your needs. This is not something we're deploying on the side. This is a part of the way we do business. So if you live on First Avenue right over here off of Crenshaw, you don't have to go to Century City or downtown Absolutely Los Angeles. You can come right here on Crenshaw and Vernon and say, hey, I want to talk to you about doing some business with Chase and they, they will Absolutely. get the information. That, that's correct. And fortunately, we've also built a number of dedicated community advisors that have specialty in home lending, have specialty in small business, have specialty in financial education. They are located in these branches, in these community centers to provide that additional resource and support and education and information so that while you're also getting that loan, getting that capital, you have someone to help coach you right here in your community branch. So home loans, business loans, business advice, you can come right to your local branch and get all that information. Well, Absolutely. Well, I thank you for coming and taking this time. I look forward to us working together in the future. I look forward to expanding on our Black Money Matters podcast, where we will individually talk about things like entrepreneurship, like home ownership, all of these things that we've kind of touched upon today. And I just think that the work that you are doing and your team is doing here within our community and across this country, not only our community here in Los Angeles, but the country, the, the African-American and communities of color throughout the country, we need to, we applaud you. We applaud everything that JP Morgan Chase has done. One last question is beyond coming to this branch, where can people go to get more information about this program? There's a ton of information on our website at chase.com. That, that's simple enough, chase.com. Just go there and you can get all the information. Well, Deidre, thank you. I look forward to seeing you again. And uh, as you know, Black Money Matters. So thank Thanks you. Thanks for the time today. Thank you. My name is Danny Bakewell Jr. with the Los Angeles Sentinel. This is our first edition of Black Money Matters. Please join us next time on the Black Money Matters podcast as we discuss ways to empower our communities and get our people financially healthy. Follow us on Instagram at LA Sentinel News and on Twitter and Facebook at the LA Sentinel. Thank you for listening.